Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, we, I, I put a sermon together. These people, they do everything else, man. God is good. God has given us a team here at Axios, and we are blessed. We are blessed. Um, I really want to talk about a topic this morning real, um, real, real quickly. Um, we want to get you guys to the hot cocoa, to the pictures. Make sure that you take pictures. Can you get this a little bit more? Um, take pictures today. And when you take pictures, why don't you tag our church, Actios Church. We want to uh, feature you on our social media platforms and uh, make sure that you get a little shout out because we are honored your presence this, this morning. If you haven't got your hot cocoa, your cookies, if there's some left, it's yours. Take it, okay? We're, this is not one of those people, you know, when you come to your families and, you know, you bring the food and then you leave the food there. We don't want it, okay? You need to take it with you, okay? It's giving an awesome time. But this Christmas season, we want, I want to talk about a, uh, a topic, a conversation that we all struggle with on a day-to-day basis. And at times, especially in, in moments like this, where it's the end of the year, we start thinking back of all the good times, all the failures we did throughout the year. This is a time where we start to like reminisce on all the, the good things, but most of the time is all on the bad things that we have failed at in this year. See, some of us, you know, that have kids, we're like, man, I failed in that area in March. <laughs> you know, when we have, uh, when we have uh, uh, jobs and different situations, we can look back. And in this season where there needs to be a season of hope, a season of joy, we kind of dim our light because we're only focusing on the things that we should have done, the things that should have happened, and the things that we have gone wrong in the year. But I want to challenge us today. And if I'm honest, there are good times and there are bad times throughout the year, but God has given us the ability to overcome these things and look at our circumstances a little different. Um, some of us made decisions on our own. We made these bad decisions on our own. But to be honest, if I'm real, some people, it's the environments that they either were raised in, the environments that they grew up in, or just a circumstance that was out of your hands. And I want to speak to you personally today in in knowing the hand that you were dealt in your life and how Jesus came to this world to give you a hope in a hopeless situation. Because we can look back and look at all the hopeless situations. And and some of us can say in this year, uh, our hand that we were dealt wasn't fair. It was tough. You know, some struggle with the the idea of I should have done it a little differently. But whatever hand that was dealt with uh, that, that your that life dealt you this year, I want you to think of this truth, this uh, this underlining truth that I just want to speak about today. And if we understand and we get this truth in our minds, it would change the perspective, not only the remainder of the year, but going into 2023. See, it doesn't matter whatever downfalls, whatever mistakes, whatever issues, whatever generational curses that you still deal with, whatever lonely places, joyous places, I need you to know this one truth, just as our Jesus that was born in that manger is this, the thing or the place that you carry, it can shape you 
but it does not define you. I need somebody to hear that today. That the environment that you're in, you might have been raised in this. You didn't have a hand in it. It just came about. That divorce just came about. That situation, that job loss just came about. It can shape you, but it does not define who you are. It does not define the future that God has for you. It does not define the promise that he has for you. It shapes us, but it doesn't define us. And and that understanding we need to know because sometimes life deals us some bad hands. Sometimes life deals us unexpected circumstances. But whatever circumstance you win, if I have the mindset that this can shape me but it doesn't define me, I look at my circumstance a little different now. I look at my issue a little different now. I look at that situation that I, 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 I hate a little different because I know that it might be a lesson I'm in, but it doesn't change my authority in Christ Jesus. It doesn't change who you are. The thing that was dealt, I learned from, and I don't consistently live. And here, and here in, Matthew, in Luke chapter 2, verse 4 and 7, we see the, um, the birth of Jesus and how he... Jesus, the Messiah, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one that everybody was promised, the one that everybody wanted, was was dealt a bad hand. Was dealt a bad hand. Let, let's talk about it a little more. In Luke, uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 4 and 7 says, So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee in Judea to Bethlehem, a town of David. Bethlehem was a joke. People say, you're from Bethlehem? They're like, Ooh, you're from the scums. <laughs> it wasn't this royal place. We got to take that in perspective. Bethlehem, because he belonged to the house of the line of David. He went there to be registered with Mary, who was pledged to him to be married to him and expecting a child. This is the best Jerry Springer episode ever. Okay. <laughs> While they were there, the time came where the when the baby was to be born. And she gave birth to him, the, his firstborn, a son. He wrapped him in cl- a cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no guest rooms available for them. The manger was not the most ideal place for a Messiah or a king to be born. It was not the most ideal place. Imagine this. Imagine as a parent the embarrassment Joseph and Mary had at this moment. An angel came and told them a miraculous thing happened to them and all they could give the king of kings and the Lord of lords was a barn. You think you have an issue as parents. These two are dealing with the Messiah, the one that was going to redeem the people of Israel and the world. And now, as Joseph, I know, men, we understand. We, we want to provide for our families. We want to do that. I, 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 can, I can imagine how Joseph is feeling at this moment. I mean, at first, he's like, I didn't want this. Then the angel's like, do it. And he's like, I'm doing it. And then he's like, what, what's going to happen? Because they left to be registered, and there's, a, there's an unexpected thing happening. I mean, it was, it was coming, but guess what? The baby started to come and those that had that gave birth when the baby comes you're not like hey wait i got to get the next hotel room sometimes when the baby comes the baby is coming it just comes imagine the guilt 
Mary had. I'm the chosen one. And all I can give my baby is a feeding trough, is a manger, is a barn. This was a hand that was unexpected. This was something dealt that they weren't really ready for. But the reality was the baby was coming. And the hand that they were dealt was, there's no room, you got a barn. That's, a, that's not a greatest occasion for a king. But you have to understand how they dealt with this, uncir- uh, this, this situation. Has anybody in your life said this before? If I wasn't raised that way, I'd probably have been better off. If I went to that school, I probably got that better degree. If, I, if my family wasn't a hot mess, maybe I wouldn't be a hot mess as well. Maybe if, if I didn't make that choice years ago, I would have been in a different position. Has anybody ever had these thoughts in their mind where their circumstances shape who they were, and sometimes you are embarrassed of how you were shaped? I'm talking too real. This is the worst Christmas special ever. But I want you to understand that Jesus was born in a manger, but he was meant for the throne. And the manger didn't define what the outcome was. Only Jesus did. We need to see the hand that was dealt with us probably wasn't your choice, but the lesson you learned was the blessing you needed. You you probably were in this circumstance. You probably were in this issue, and it sucked. It was horrible, but you learned a lesson that was going to be a blessing later on. Even though it was bad, there's some things that some of you dealt with that I don't wish on anybody else, but I'm here to tell you, you learned a lesson that can help somebody else in the blessing season of their life and in your life as well. The place shaped him, but it didn't define him moving forward. You got to see this about the manger and how it shaped Jesus. Number one, it says the manger was embarrassing, but he turned it into victory. The manger was embarrassing, but he turned it. Have you ever, have you done something in your life and you're like, dang, that was embarrassing. You want to go under a rock. You don't want to talk to nobody. You made the worst decision. You, 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 you look, turn, turn to yourself. You're like, you know, in the mirror, like dummy, like you, you shouldn't have done that. You've been there before. Am I not the only unholy one in this place? <laughs> the manger was embarrassing, but the outcome became victory. See, the place of your greatest lesson can be your victory song later on. You, you can be shaped by your past, but you move forward into new things. You probably didn't make this choice. You probably didn't have this hand dealt with you by choice. But the issue is it was dealt to you, but now you have the choice to, to do something with it. Now the choice is yours. Yeah, your hand, this is what Jesus did. Hey, the manger's there. What did he say? Hey, guess what? We're having a baby. The, the hand was dealt, but now it's up to Joseph and Mary to deal with it. See, there's some people in, in, in our life, and I'm not pointing fingers, all to me, all right, is we, we're in situations, and we let it shape us, but we just stay there. And we don't move forward in life. It can shape us, 
but it's our choice what we do with it now. A lesson can be a, such a vital thing for our life, but sometimes with all the shame and all the guilt that we have dealt with, we can't move forward into the promise of God because we're so stuck in a season where we just messed up. I'm here to free you today. That it shaped you, learn the lesson, move forward, because God got so many great things for your life. See, the manger was an embarrassing situation for Mary and Joseph, and, but it turned into victory. It, it turned into a pillar of hope. Now you see a manger, and what's the first thing you think? Jesus was born there. Why? Because even in the shaping personally, other people are affected as well because they see your life change, and now they have the hope for their life to be changed as well. It's called our testimony. How about number two? The manger was not ideal, but it was necessary. Don't get me wrong. Some hands that we've been dealt, I don't wish it on anybody. Some of you dealt with abuse and some dealt with other things. And I'm not saying that those things were fair or, or, or just, but I'm here to tell you that your story matters. That your story matters. Do not hide behind the shame of your story. Do not hide behind the guilt of your story. It's time for you to heal and help. Heal and help. What's, what are you talking about? It's time for you to heal from that wound and help others that are dealing with the same wound that you dealt with. So maybe you thought it was a situation that was not good. Yes, it wasn't. It was not fair to you. But what are you going to do with it now? Because the pillar that was embarrassment, which was a manger, now we look at it and it's like, oh, Jesus, the hope of the world. What if your story, even the bad parts of it, can change a life for somebody else? Just by you telling them, hey, there's hope on the other side. There's hope on the other side. See, the hand that we were dealt, we can look at it as a, a victim or a victor. I am not downplaying your trauma or issue. Please do not hear me saying that. That person that, that, that did that to you or that person that said that to you or that issue, that you probably didn't deserve it. But I'm here to tell you, God, God is speaking to somebody today. I'm here to tell you it's time to take the trauma and turn it into something that is beautiful. It's time to take the issue and let God heal the wound of embarrassment, of shame. Sin is not holding people back sometimes. Shame is. Shame and guilt. You messed up, but do not live there. It's time to move on. It's time to get healed. It's time to come around people. It's time to come around people that, that love you, a community that's going to wrap their arms around you and say, guess what? We don't look at you as the problem. We look at you as the solution. God has put you a promise in your heart just as much as he put a promise in my heart. It's time for us to walk this thing out because the greatest embarrassment in your life can be the greatest triumph later on. It's time for us to know that there is hope on the other side of our issue. The manger set Jesus up for the throne. Let's, let's think about this. Before the throne 
he needed a manger. So what does that tell me? There is a process to your life. And in that season where the shame was there, it's time to move forward because there's greater things ahead in your life. It shaped him, but it didn't define who he was. Number three, the manger was humble, but he turned it into powerful. The manger to others seemed like a joke, but to Jesus, it became hope to the world. Became hope to the world. Have you ever talked have you ever made a mistake and then people can't stop think talking about your mistake? Again, am I the only unholy one in this place? Can we talk to each other? It's not Christmas yet. We're all family here. Like, get my name out of your mouth. But here's the thing. We let other people write our story and put God to the back burner as he's trying to write our story, but we listen to the people more than the person that's authoring our story. You, let me, let me just get, I talked to Riley when she's in trouble. You have worth. I don't know if I can get up from this position. We played golf yesterday. My back hurts a little bit. Oy. You have worth. You, you don't, think about this. This is not like a fable story. This ain't like, this ain't like the Chronicles or Narnia. This is like Jesus. He had it all perfect. And he decided, he chose to come to this earth in a form of a baby to deal with all the issues that we dealt with. And he was perfect and blameless. He did it all. He knows what you're dealing with. He doesn't wake up and be like, oh, this person's dealing with this. We got to figure something out today. He knows. We try to hide it from God, but he's like, hey, they dummy, I know. You're not dumb. That's how I talk. God, hey, guy, you. You can't say I have worth and they call dumb at the same time. All right. Your story is powerful. God is still working in your favor. It is not the end. We have overcome her by the word of the lamb and the word of the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Don't look at your circumstance. Look at your God. Do not stop looking, put your eyes and your focus on yourself. Yes, the circumstance. We're not oblivious to the circumstance, but stop looking at that and look at the provider that, 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 that could get you through it. The hope of the world. The situation might humble you, but God is making it powerful for many to come to him. And as I close, this is the, my be, the best part of all this story. And we don't really think about it so much. As I close. The most powerful process of Jesus being born wasn't only that he was born in a manger. Wasn't only he was born with this miraculous thing. The greatest, the most powerful part of the whole story is this, that the manger was only for a season. Think about this. The manger was only for a season. He wasn't meant to stay in the manger. He was meant for the throne. And in the process to the throne, there was also a cross and a tomb. But Jesus, in the process of his life, 
when times got hard, when, when he wanted to throw the towel in, when others betrayed him, when others talked bad about him, when the worst part of his life, what did he do? Did he say it in the word of God that he went back to the manger? He never, stood, he never stepped back foot in that manger again. Why? Because the manger was meant just for a season. Stop living in a season God already promised you out of. Stop living in a season. Yes, it was prosperous or it was bad, but stop living there. God has something greater for you. What if God, what if Jesus was like, oh, I'm having a bad day. Let me go back to the manger and just sit in the manger. No. Why? But this is what we do at times. Oh, I'm feeling weak. I'm feeling blah, blah. I'm going to go back to the thing that God freed me from. I'm going to go back to the season. I'm going to dabble into the season where God has told me to get out of. I'm going to go back to that relationship because it made me feel comfortable for a moment. I'm going to go back to that addiction because it, it made me fulfill. Nobody's looking. Nobody's, un, you know, I'm doing it in a secret. But I'm here to tell you that you're living in a season where God has told you he wants greater things for you. There's greater things, plans for your life. But so, but he's not going to give it to you if you keep on going back to your manger season. The hope was found in the manger. Salvation was obtained by a by, salvation was obtained by a cross. Eternity was secure by the tomb. Let me say that again. Hope was found in a manger. Your, your salvation was bought by a, a cross, and your eternity was secure by a tomb. He is not dead. He is alive. He came to bring hope to the world through a manger, but he doesn't call us to live there anymore. It's time to move forward into what God has for us this Christmas season because the manger was only for a season, and the manger shaped who Jesus was but it didn't define who Jesus was. And you read in the Bible all the time where Jesus said, hey, I'm from uh, Jesus of Bethlehem. And people are like, Bethlehem? What's that scum place? But Jesus is not like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, those people, like, you, you call them out and they're like, oh, yeah, that's not me, you know. No, no, no. Jesus is like, yeah, it's Bethlehem. But guess what? I'm here to save the world. Let your circumstance shape and learn the lesson from them but it's not supposed to be your destiny. Your destiny is only secure in the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is the one orchestrating your life. So my circumstance, I don't live in it. I'm moving forward because Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, to not harm you, and plans to give you a hope and a future. It is not over. Keep on going. I mean, 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one that is in the world. This Christmas season, let's let our mess become our message and tell others that when I felt in a hopeless place, God has restored hope in my life, and so can you as well. It's time to use our story. The shame needs to go. Start looking at your story as something that you can use to help others get closer to God. It happened. It sucked. But I'm here to tell you it's time to move forward you're not meant to be in the manger anymore god is doing something new in your life god is doing something miraculous in your life it's time this christmas season to move forward 
get healed and let's start helping this world that is lost and in and in dire need of somebody like you. The issue might shape you, but we learned the lesson from it. It doesn't define us. We are made for more. Every head bow, every eyes closed. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together. Thank you.